You're listening to Life in Wanderlust, a travel podcast. Episode 1, How to Deal with the Fear of Flying. Hi everyone, this is your host of the podcast, Kana. First of all, Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a lovely holiday season with your loved ones, family, friends, by yourself. No shame. This Christmas, I ended up staying here in Los Angeles instead of going back to Tokyo and that was definitely a mistake because I was homesick all month long so I will not be making that mistake next year that's for sure also I do have to quickly apologize I have a little bit of a cold right now so I'm sounding extra nasally today but this was the only time I had to record this so just a heads up and I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, so today's topic is how to deal with the fear of flying. This does mirror a blog post I wrote over a year ago, which I will link in the description, but I decided to turn it into a podcast episode because it was such a popular post and I did not expect that to happen. I think it's probably in the top five most read posts on my blog and again did not expect it at all and I ended up receiving emails and messages from people you know talking about their fears and how they overcome it and I was just so surprised so but I'm glad it you know helped people and you're definitely not alone so I wanted to talk about that today. So I've been flying since I was born. My parents are still to this day avid travelers and we flew four to five times a year, both internationally and domestically when I was growing up and I was definitely blessed in that sense. And even during the several jobs I've had, (laughs) I had a lot of business trips. So I flew a lot for work. And of course, after becoming a travel blogger, I continue to fly often and people assume that I am either not scared or that I love flying, which couldn't be further from the truth because I hate flying. I dread it and I hate it and I, you know is anyone maybe DARPA or something working on teleportation yet because I just can't wait for that day to come when I don't have to get on a metal cylinder and fly through the sky. Hmm, scary. I kid you not, the first sign of turbulence and I am praying, crying inside as my life flashes before me. I get super dramatic inside of my head and you know, I'm like, I should have written a will. How am I going to tell people that I love them and thank them? (laughs) And I'm just so, I'm always like so scared of turbulence, especially. That seatbelt sign comes on and the pilot says, hey everyone, we're going through a little bit of turbulence. And I'm like, oh, bleep. And I... (laughs) I'm just praying and every time obviously thankfully I've landed normally and safely and I am just 
like one of those people that want to start clapping but you know that's not cool don't clap when you land <laughs> with that said I do have tips and tricks and some fun facts to lessen my fears and hopefully yours that I wanted to share with you today. So first let's talk about some facts about crashes that may or may not make you feel better, but it should make you feel better. The first fact is that the chance of your plane going down is around 1 in 5.4 million million guys that is a tiny tiny chance that you are going to fall and this isn't fake news it's from the economist and i trust the economist more than most people so it's probably accurate now the next one is traveling by car is a hundred times more deadly than flying which is one of those facts that may not make you feel better because you're probably driving more than flying. So that's dangerous. Please drive safely. Don't text while driving or drinking. Just don't. And the next one, since the takeoff is most dangerous, flying 10,000 miles isn't twice as risky as flying 5,000, which I think is pretty interesting because I tend to think that flying from LA to San Francisco, which is about a one hour flight, is just so much quicker and safer than flying from LA to Tokyo. And yes, of course it's quicker, it's one hour compared to 12 to 13, but I do think that there's a bigger chance of me crashing from LA to Tokyo than I would from LA to San Francisco. So. That is actually really good news for when I'm flying long distance. And last but not least, the chance of you getting killed by a shark, bee sting, or lightning are more likely than dying from a plane crash. So those are a few facts that made me feel better and I hope it does the same for you too. And they do come from legitimate sources. And if you're interested in reading more, they are linked to my blog post. Now let's move on to some advice and tips and tricks that I have to help ease the fear. First and foremost, the biggest and most obvious tip that I can give someone with a fear of flying is to sleep. Just sleep through most of it. I'm not the type of person that cares about what kind of medicine I take, so I usually take Tylenol uh, nighttime or whatever it's called, and just it helps me pass out. And if you're more into the natural ways, there are things like the melatonin pills that are completely natural, or I've heard about the good night dust, which is supposed to be just as amazing. I think the ingredient is melatonin though, but either way, it's a natural way to help you fall asleep. My next tip is to make a playlist on your phone or your iPad, whatever you use to listen music. If you have Spotify like I do, you can actually search for relaxing playlists and it really does calm you down when you're listening to classical piano 
or the flute and it just calms your nerves and it really helps with the anxiety. This next one is probably more of a personal thing, but a neck pillow or a hat helps a lot for me because when you're nervous, your neck gets really tense and unless you're flying first class, you're not really in a good physical position and you're anxious and nervous, but those neck pillows kind of helps me at least ease that tension that I have. I personally love wearing like a hoodie or a beanie and somehow it makes me feel protected and I know it makes no sense and it would a beanie would never freaking help me if I <laughs> were to crash but as far as my nerves it helps me a lot. A flight attendant friend that I used to have she said that it's funny because she has flying anxiety, even though that's her job. But she said that she loves to ask for extra blankets and cover her entire body with blankets. So it's kind of like a fort in her seat and it makes her feel a lot more secure. The fourth tip I have for you is to give yourself a task. If you can't sleep or don't want to do any melatonin or anything to help you fall asleep, that's totally fine. Figure out the length of the flight and give yourself tasks for that amount of time. You can finish a book, edit a blog that needs to get done, edit your photos, bring a coloring book, you know those adult coloring books that are really good to calm you down. That's always a good choice. Cross stitch. <laughs> that was really random, but yeah, cross stitch. You could. Or write a letter to your grandparents. They'll love it. And just there's just so many things you can do to keep yourself busy. And while you're focusing on something else, you'll stop focusing on how much you hate being on this airplane. <laughs> This next one is actually really hard for me and sometimes I do not abide by it, but we all know that caffeine can encourage nervousness, restlessness, increased heart rate, none of which you want in addition to your already existing fear of flying. So I know that cup of coffee looks amazing by the gate, but try and avoid it. Now, with the exception of my flight attendant friend that I mentioned earlier, <laughs> let's think about watching the flight attendants. They do this for a living. It's full time. They're always on an airplane. Most turbulence isn't going to phase them. So if you start getting nervous, just look over at a crew member. You'll see that they're super calm and they really don't think much of it and that definitely helps. It's kind of like being really scared and you look at your mom as a kid or as an adult <laughs> and she's like, it's okay, it's not a problem. And you feel like, oh, all right, it's not a problem. Last but not least, I actually use this app called Am I Going Down? <laughs> I know it sounds super morbid, but that's what the app is called. It's called Am I Going Down? And I discovered it a few months ago, and I don't know how I discovered it or what led me to even look it up, but basically you put 
in your originating airport, your destination, your airline and the type of aircraft, and the app basically calculates the chances of your plane crashing. And again, it's morbid, right? But the whole point is to show you how little the chances are of your plane going down. So when my anxiety is really high, I'll use it. And most of the time, it'll say something like, LAX to JFK on Virgin America on an Airbus 330, your chances are 1 in 6.7 million. And I love the extra little part where it says, you'd expect to go down if you took this flight every day for 14,000 years. <laughs> so it sounds comical, but it kind of makes me giggle and think, all right. The chances are super low and I can calm down a little bit. So that is it, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to my very first episode. And obviously none of these things are the cure-all for flight anxiety, but I hope that it gives some comfort or you discover new tips on how to feel a little bit better when you're flying. Now, if you are listening to this thinking, who the hell am I even listening to? I did record an episode zero, which talks about life in Wonderlust and who I am and what this podcast is or will be about. So go ahead and check that out. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast through iTunes or SoundCloud or the feed from my blog since I'll be posting each episode on there and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys again in a couple weeks thank you so much for listening bye